Welcome to Mackie's Worth the Podcast. Yeah, that's Mackie. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Today is episode 24. And before I hop into Mackie's music, I have a confession I have to make. I have to be totally transparent with my audience. So this is like my second or third time recording episode 24. Uh, Doing a podcast is seriously like riding a bike. It's like once you take like two, three weeks off, I feel like you just lose a lot of your momentum that you have and sometimes even your cadence and your flow, your rhythm. Like for me, it was a little bit off. Um, as far as like what I was delivering, my delivery was not up to par with what I normally put out. And I was literally like 30 minutes into both episodes. I'm like, you know what? This is not salvageable. Like none of this is like some parts were good, but I felt I was stumbling over my words. I wasn't getting my thoughts out clearly. And I was like, I'm doing myself a disservice as well as the audience. Cause once I check out, my audience is going to check out too. So it was unfair for me to put those out just to say I have no more episodes out. And, um, I I don't ever want to cheat myself or you guys. Um, you guys take 30, 20, 45 minutes out of your day to listen to my podcast. And again, it's unfair of me to put some, put something trash out. And for you guys to listen to it, nod your head, disagree, agree, and for me, it was, it's just unfair, and uh, quite frankly, that's just something I can't do and something I won't ever do. I'm not ever going to cheat myself or you guys. So um, really, I've been on a hiatus for a little bit, and again, it kind of goes back to what I've been alluding to for quite some time. I think I've mentioned this on here. If I haven't, I do want to share that. You know, I, I had a feeling when the world was going to open up a little bit, um, the podcast will start to regress and not uh, be on the, the, and I kind of put it on the back of burner, so to speak. And unfortunately, that is what has transpired so far. Uh, got the vac, I'm acting different now. <laughs> and I just feel like I'm not putting the same time and effort to the podcast. And this is something I did not want to do. So I am rededicating myself back to the pod to make sure that Everything is on the up and up. Again, I I really enjoy doing this, and um, I wanted to do this before the pandemic even started, so why is the world opening up again, changing my outlook on the pod, ultimately? So um, this hiatus has not really been beneficial, but I would say necessary because it made me uh, refocus and um, rededicate myself back to something I want to do. And um, I do want to take a pause there because I do want to touch on some other things about, um, you know, the rededication and and refocusing back on the pod. So I'm going to just skip to Mackie's music, or I guess I'm going to go to Mackie's music, uh, list the two songs in my current rotation, and um, just let you guys know what I've been listening to. So um, first song I've been listening to is called On My Sleeve by Scribs Riley. UK artist, I was on Apple Podcast, sorry, Apple Music, <laughs> well, now that you're here, uh, Mackie's World Streaming on Apple Podcast and Spotify, <laughs> Mackie's Period World on Instagram, um, but I digress. So, All My Sleep by Scribs Riley, UK artist, um, and I was on Apple Music's uh, curated playlist, 
just bored, tired of listening to the same songs over and over and over while I was at work. And I was like, I'm just going to just try something different. I'm going to put a playlist on. I'm familiar with some of these UK artists, but I'm going to put a playlist on and just try to find new songs that I can vibe to. And Scribs, right, was actually one of the artists that kind of caught my attention based on his cover art, which is super weird. But his cover art looked dope. I was like, what is on my sleeve? Never heard it. So I played it. I was like, oh, this is a nice record. It's a solid tune. I do like this. Um, so I checked out some of his other music too, but um, On My Sleeve is something um, that really caught my attention. Also like another song by him called Mandy, um, another catchy tune. Uh, I do like it, but On My Sleeve was definitely a standout um, out of the songs listened to by him um, in particular. Um, another song I've really been vibing to is... Um, it's called It's Not You, It's Me by C.R.E. The Kid. Uh, I am familiar with him uh, as an artist. I've heard some of his uh, songs before. Uh, really talented dude. Um, again, melodic rapper, singer. I'm not sure exactly what these people are and how you can uh, bucket them nowadays. But um, I really like that record, It's Not You, It's Me. Uh, something that's to vibe out to while I'm driving. Um, I'm not really... A huge trap music kind of guy. Uh, I really like the slower, melodic R&B um, style music. That's what I listen to. Um, I know my friends really don't rock with it too much, especially when they're in the turn-up mood. And if I have the aux cord, I'm playing some R&B. So uh, a heads up, please forgive me for that. But um, that's Mackie's music. Two songs in my rotation right now are pretty heavy. If you have any other recommendations for me, DM me, um, leave a comment on my Instagram, uh, to find me on Instagram, that's Mackie's period world, and, um, yeah, I, I definitely want to find some more music, I feel like that's a nice way to connect with the audience and the listeners, because I'm always, um, looking for new songs, I was actually talking to somebody, he's like, hey man, check out Conway, I heard Conway's name a lot, um, because of Maul from, well, formerly the Joe Budden podcast, he was once on there, and he would talk about Conway and uh, just Griselda a lot. I checked out a song. I think it's called KD. Pretty tough tune. And um, yeah, so simple as that. Easy way to connect. I'll give you all the feedback if I'm liking a song or not. But it's a tough tune. Um, I do like New York hip hop if I am you know, going to the hip hop route. So um, I think he's from New York. He has a New York sound of boom bap rap. So um, that's kind of what I'm listening to there. So. That is Mackie's music, ultimately. Now, I, I do want to circle back to um, actually a few points that I thought of um, as I was talking. So, uh, I, going back to the part of rededicating or refocusing myself back to uh, Mackie's music in the pod was I asked um, myself a question. Pretty simple. Do you still want to do this? And I said yes. It was really as simple as that. Now, I think the part... I think, Well, there's a couple pieces of it that has me battling this sometimes. Um, or I guess losing focus. One, the world opened up again. So try to make up for lost time. And I think that's fair. But if Mackie's world only takes about 30 to 45 minutes to make maybe an hour total, um, where's the excuse at? There's 24 hours in a day. I can make time for doing something I love, right? I make time for lifting weights, right? So why not make time for this? 
I can't cheat myself if it's something I want to do. So, um, and, and that's where the other question came up too: is how am I defining success for Mackie's? Um, sorry, for Mackie's world. Is it the outside praise? Is it the internal praise? And that's always a battle. It's like if you do something, I think it's natural you want to be praised for it and people to give you that feedback and then also like being shocked by the people that listen to it like I've had people tell me that hey man I really like your podcast I'm like wow I'm shocked you even listen to it and that could be just my imposter syndrome of saying like you know uh, uh, people don't listen to it too much or you know my close friends aren't checking it out but um, they actually are and I think my close friends taking the time to listen to it is more impactful than a stranger that I don't know. Just because I have that support. Uh, friends, family, um, I think that's that's the most important thing. So um always trying to ask myself, what is success or how do I define success? Now... It's not, I don't do this for the money, clearly. I don't, I'm not making any money on this. I'm not signed to um, any label or anything of that nature. I'm not really monetizing that. But while I'm doing it, it's why not try to go to that next step. Um, so really trying to come up with a game plan of how to make this more successful if I'm, just, if I'm defining success um, as money. So... I know ways to do that, which is to honestly get a camera, which I want to do, um, to put it on YouTube. There's ways to reach a whole nother, um, audience there. So, um, thinking of Mackie's world in terms of money, there's ways to do it. Grow my audience, ways to do it um, by having the video and audio, rather just audio. Because audio, yes, I know I am limiting myself in a way. And I'm okay with that because I'm still doing something I love. Now, once the love is gone, it's like, why even bother? Why even bother taking, you know, time to even record? Um, I was listening to um, Isaiah Thomas, um, ex-Detroit Piston basketball player, um, 80s, uh, late early 90s. He was talking about the time he knew it, he was done with basketball to me. He said he was in Orlando at the pool, uh, and he was sitting down, just kind of waiting for you know them to get back on the bus to play the game. And he was like, "I don't want to be here. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to go to practice." He said that's the first time he ever had the feeling of being done with basketball. He was mentally checked out. Two weeks later, popped his Achilles, done with basketball. So. Um, I said all that to say, once you mentally check out, it's kind of over from that point. And to make it clear, I have not checked out of Mackie's world whatsoever. I still love it. I'm still enjoying it. I have a lot of things actually coming down the pipeline that I'm really excited about. A lot of episodes, more guests. So Mackie's world is here to stay. So Who's ever given me some words of encouragement, I do appreciate you guys because it, it really means a lot. And um, you know, seeing my uh seeing, seeing my homies um you know really working hard um motivates me as well. 
So, um, shout out to the Play No Games podcast. Um, shout out to Robert, shout out to Koss. Um, you know, just talking to y'all. It's been a little while talking about the pod, but talking to y'all, y'all really, um, you know, kind of lit a fire under me to keep going. Because seeing y'all work makes me want to work harder. So, uh, shout out to y'all, for real. And business, do they mix? Now, uh, is this kind of where I struggled uh, when I recorded episode 24 a couple of times? Because I kind of flip-flop back and forth. Fourth, um, and I think context matters. So I'll give you guys some context. Ultimately, uh, Joe Budden has a podcast, Joe Budden Podcast. Um, he had Rory Amal on there. Um, now there was some infighting. The chemistry was a little off. Uh, to make a long story short, uh, Joe Budden ends up firing Rory Amal, ends up quitting uh, because some of the accounting was off. So that kind of leads me to the question: Do friends and business mix? Now, I say if you started a relationship as friends because of business, like you guys, you know, work together, then you guys became friends. I think that works, yes. But two friends coming in, starting a business, or three friends starting a business, and then seeing a substantial amount of money from said business, I think that's where some lines can get crossed because. We've seen it time and time again. Money gets involved and people don't know how to act. But if the money's already there because you you know, have mutual friends and um, you guys met through through a business, then that could work out because you don't have any true ties. Like, I've had so many co-workers I, I called myself, quote-unquote, friends with the moment they left or the moment I left. It's like we fell off the face of the earth. It's like we never even talk again. Now, there are a handful of people that, you know, um, I worked with that I no longer work with, I should say, and we are still friends to this day. So um, that works, but we don't have any financial, you know, holdings or financial business together. So we became friends outside of that. But if money were to be involved and we started off as friends, then made a business and we were touching millions and millions of dollars, you know, that's where it gets tricky because now you got lawyers involved and you got all this legal jargon involved and, you know, money doesn't really change you, I guess. I guess it really just enhances who you really are. Now, I'm not a millionaire. Um, I'm a thousandaire. <laughs> um, now, I've, I've seen a lot of money before and all that, but that's just as a, as a solo tip, you know, but you know, sharing money with friends, man, that is where it gets tricky. Um, it's hard to really speak on this eloquently because I, I don't have the money they do, but it totally makes sense why their friendship fell off because, you know, people were withholding information from other people. So I said all that to say, you know, if, if you, if friends coming together to make a business, you see a lot of money. You know, just let your lawyers handle all the money. Don't have your hand in that pot because you don't want to stir up any drama. Um, now, a, a good example of that is Migos. You know, I, I know they're cousins, whatever the case may be, but I'm still, they're still friends at the end of the day, too. Uh, when Offset was locked up, um, you know, they kept money for him. When he got out, 
he had a bag. They didn't question anything. So just make sure you uh, take care of the people that, that, that took care of you um, when you're going to come up. Um, I'll, I'll just say that for sure. I think that's the best way to really put it. Now, uh, <laughs> I, I was just thinking about this too as well. A lot of thoughts are coming to my mind. As I'm recording this, it's been over a year since Mackie's World released. And a lot has happened in that year. Um, it, it's kind of crazy to think about what has transpired. You know, we had COVID. And I think I could stop there because COVID did a number on everybody. But to still keep going strong with Mackie's World means a lot to me. Because I tried to keep myself sane. And I did keep myself sane. Uh, I told myself I had a goal at the beginning of 2021. Was I'm going to go to therapy. I'm going to go to two sessions before June. And I actually accomplished my goal. Um, I've actually been to like four or five sessions. So I know two seems like a very small number. Even five is like a small number, but um, if you've been in a position to where you have to deal with grief or just a loss of anything or just struggling with your own mental health issue, finding a therapist, especially finding a therapist of color as a person of color, is extremely difficult uh, because at the end of the day, therapy is still dominated by white people. And I just feel like a white person can't fully relate to my struggles, um, because a lot of things are interconnected in a way. Um, so without going too deep um, in what I'm dealing with or I guess what I'm working through. Well, I guess you guys already know. Like, lost my dad. Um, so still dealing with that. I know it's you know coming up on four years. But still, you know, um, you got to be able to work through that stuff and, and do it in a healthy way. But not to harp on that, um, I would say the biggest struggle and, you know, why I feel happy about going to five sessions is because the barrier to entry for therapy is, I think it's ridiculous. I think it's crazy. Um, first off, a lot of the people of therapists of color in Portland don't take insurance. So you're asking a person of color that dealt with trauma to pay a hundred dollars out of pocket weekly. That's a lot of money. So let's just say I go weekly. That's $400 out of pocket that I might not get reimbursed for, for my insurance. Just think about that. That's a lot of money. $400 laying around. I mean, even somebody that's working hard and, you know, making a decent amount of money, which I do. It's like, that's still, that's still a lot. And that's really all I can say about it. That's a lot of money. So, you know, for the people to get the adequate help they need, it's like, there has to be an easier way for people to access therapy. Um, so if you are a therapist, just think about that. I understand, you know, you also have um, a job you have to uh, make ends meet. But if you guys can, work with these insurance companies so people of color can, black and brown people can uh, get the help they need dealing with trauma. Uh, depression whatever mental illness they're dealing with because it's real and COVID has really magnified how broken the health um, care system is so something has to give seriously um 
I, I know I just went on a little tangent about that, but something has to give. And, uh, you know, people's pockets financially aren't increasing, but, you know, the bills probably are, you know. So um, I guess I'm just empathizing right now because I I, I get it, you know. Um, I've been lucky enough to still go on a bi-weekly basis, but still, you know, that, that adds up. Uh, and it took me a while to finally be able to get you know, reimbursement from my insurance. So it's like, what's the point of having insurance if you, if you can't cover everything? So that's that's definitely annoying there. But hey, um, celebrate the small wins, right? So that's what I've been doing. Speaking of small wins, I know I talked about this in episode 22, but I am still um, in my buying shoe phase. And particularly buying resale, which I told myself I would never do. And also told myself I would never wear Dunks in SBs, but now I own two pair of Dunks uh, SBs, um, respectively. So um, I'm celebrating my small wins there because I am hitting from Sneakers app too, which is super nice. And again, if you are a sneakerhead, you know the struggle of the Sneakers app. But I digress. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, buying shoes is just something... I love to do, and honestly, I don't plan on stopping. So, um, I guess just to wrap up Mackie's world um, and leave you with Mackie's motivation, it's really just this: it's to celebrate the small victories in life. You know, um, a great man once said, "They never see the journey, only the end result." I've may have said this before on Mackie's World, but that's so real. That quote is by the great philosopher Jamal, <laughs> uh, which is myself. So um, seriously, you got to celebrate the small wins because, you know, life is short. In my city of Portland, um, a lot of young souls are being taken from us way too early due to gun violence. And I don't want to speak on that too much because um, that's just not something I want to do. Um, but as a city... We have to make sure we're taking care of the people that aren't involved in that because that's just not right. You know, um, the area I live in, I just hear way too many gunshots and it's super sad. So, um, you know, tell the people you love them that you love, you know. Uh, animosity to beef, not even necessary in today's time. Uh, there's a lot more things to worry about. You know, we got to come together. We got to um, get some laws changed. Um, we got to pressure Biden uh, what a cornball to um to make some laws for uh, black and brown people um put the pressure on Kamala but ultimately celebrate the small wins in life you know it could be something as simple as hitting a shoe on sneakers app something as simple as you know um you know just even waking up this morning you know or or any morning cuz we take that for granted too you know our life isn't guaranteed life isn't promised so um life is a blessing um, you know, eat your vegetables, drink your water, because, <laughs> uh, yeah, you never know what, what can happen today or tomorrow, so, um, what do they say, you know, t- today is a gift, that's why they call it the present, or something like that, but, seriously, celebrate the small wins, tell your family you love them, tell your friends you love them, you know, um, until next time, uh, thank you for taking a trip through the mind of Mackie, peace.